Welcome to The Code Hanger on 2SER 107.3. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast and record this show, the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present. The Code Hanger is a show and a podcast where we tackle women's footy with a Sydney view. I'm your host, Fiona Lamb, coming to you from the lower central coast of New South Wales, which is called Garingai Land, and I am joined by... Coach Kiwi, and I'm coming to you from Garingai Country. Lauren Hodson, and this evening I'm uh, actually podcasting to you from uh, Wiradjuri land. Which is also known as? Uh, Wagga Wagga. Yeah. So good they named it twice. In our pre-season pod, we will (laughs) chat about all the player movements. I'm off to a running start, you can see. Um, and we want to talk about who will be exciting to watch this season. We're going to preview the Sydney Derby and, of course, the Coat Hanger Cup. And we'll talk about other news leading, other news leading into Season 8. But first, let's talk about the Cup Ambassador. <laughs> Kick it off with that one. What's all that about? You look so you may have seen the news, listeners, dear listeners, that G Flip has been uh nominated as this year's Cup Ambassador. What does that mean? I'm more for Collingwood influences, but I think even this one is a bit of a stretch. A bit of a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to think not like to think, I do think that uh, with all due respect to her as a someone with a profile and a supporter of AFLW, that there's women in AFL that probably deserve the role, you know, a bit more than than she does. Um, not saying she's not a, a good fan or a good drummer or singer or whatever she does, but, uh, yeah, it's they, the cat amongst the pigeons. Um, oh, yes, she does... Uh, she goes by the pronoun they today. Uh, look, nothing, nothing at all against her talent as a um, musician, and their nothing talent. against her. Sorry, nothing against their talent as a musician. Nothing against their choice of football club, the Magpies. But this, oh, this kind of thing has always been an acknowledgement of somebody's contribution to the sport, and and especially to female football. And if you think about these names, Susan Alberti. Jan Cooper, um, Sam Moston, even Jamie Howe, who um, everyone may remember in 2021, um, her team learnt how to sign um, because she is deaf, sign her team song when they won a game and it went viral. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa Hart, so she brought awareness around, you know, those kind of people playing the sport. Lisa Hardiman, um, Abby Holmes, who was um, who did manage to kick 100 goals in a season prior to being drafted. Um, who's missing from that list? Debbie Lee. When when is her turn? She hasn't had a turn. No. She had another. No, no, she's not maybe. at a club any. She's not at a club anymore. Okay, oh. so no excuses there. And then anyway, Jan Cooper was at a club. True. Sam Moston, well, she's with Swans, but it wasn't when they didn't have a women's team then. Mm. Um, Amanda Frugia was, had she retired by then, 2020? Yes, it was right after she retired. Yeah, they acknowledged it. And that was the season that wasn't, of course. 
yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, I just sort of feel like, like this is something we do. If 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 it's something we do in female sport is that the men's awards are always named after a male player who has contributed hugely and is acknowledged. And a mm. lot of our awards for different sports, for different things, are often named after an administrator or somebody who didn't play the game. Mm. And and here we are now, we've got this Ambassador Cup. Supposedly, previously, we've acknowledged somebody who's contributed to our game, and now we're going to give it to a musician. And, and from what I gather, she's uh, – sorry, they are a massive fan of Collingwood. Yeah. Um, have been you you know huge supporter to the Collingwood AFLW team. That's fantastic. But which is this cup ambassadors for the league. So that's just, right. It, I, it I feels feel, a bit it could have been lazy done better to me. It feels a bit lazy. It's like why does it also feel a little bit celebrity? You know, like yeah, yeah that was jumping my on, jumping, jumping on the band I, think it's, been, I think it's been done for that. And, look, personally, I don't mind whether it's a player or an administrator. Um, you know, I just think it should be someone that's contributed a lot to the game, you know. Um, and G Flip has performed at a grand final and at a an awards show, and that's lovely too. I just don't think that the Cup Ambassador is a role uh, that is appropriate for a musician. I, I think we we all agree. We're not being mean. We're just trying to make a point that that there are so many people who who could have been given that role, and it's just a bit disappointing that. Um, yeah. How about a- how about uh, Lynn Smith, who started women's football in Victoria Hello. back in you know nineteen seventy nine when she hung out flyers? Like, where are these the acknowledgement? Of these people, you know, the ones that started the league in each of the states. You know, what about those acknowledgements? Yeah. Um. Um. You know, Daisy, Daisy Pierce, freshly retired. Yeah. She's she's had a massive contribution to the sport. So there's so many more names that we don't we haven't run out that we needed to go to musicians. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Listen to G Flip's music. Just. Listen to G Flip music absolutely and rock along because they are very entertaining. Um, but uh, let's move on. Super talented. <laughs> Who doesn't like a drummer? Um, so there's been a bit of player movement, a and bit. I need to look. I'm going to kick it off uh, and uh, ask the controversial questions, uh, Loz. How are you feeling about Chloe Malloy donning the uh, red and white, having left Collingwood for the warmer climes of Sydney town? Yes, well, uh, I'll answer that in two parts. As a Collingwood fan, obviously I was devastated to see her go um, because she's, you know, a gun player. Um, She can play anywhere and, and she just seems like a genuinely good person. And I think you want those type of people. But at the end of the day, um, I'm I'm going to be really interested to see how she goes with the Swans. I hope she does well. Um, I think she'll, you know, one one player doesn't make a team, um, but I think she can make a big difference. So I do hope she does well, but maybe not quite as well when um, we play the Swans <laughs> late in October. <laughs> 
But what about Collingwood losing their captain? Well, I was asked this question earlier about Collingwood losing a couple of players and I think my comment was, I think we've lost most of our players. <laughs> that might have been taking it a bit too far. But, yeah, look, losing um, losing our captain, losing Chloe Malloy. Um, there Jamie are a couple, Lambert. Yep, Jamie, Jamie Lambert. Lambert. So, you know, like there's some really big losses. And, yes, we're getting Bree Davey and Britt Granici back, but they're big losses not just on the field but off the field as well. So um, in some ways I almost think the off-field stuff will be felt more than the on-field stuff. Mm. It's it's going to be just even interesting seeing them in different colours, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly uh, it certainly will be. Um, I mean, look, you know, Kiyotchi was our, you know, inaugural captain, um, you know, standalone captain for, what was it, five seasons and then two as co-captain with Bree Davey, I think. Um, and I think she's been nominated straight into the Saints leadership group. So, yeah, she's she's a big loss. And, yeah, it's going to be really strange. Um, yeah, yeah, and she's an incredible people. leader off the field too. So, yeah. so if we just talk about players and what they contribute on the field, someone like Steph Kiochi, she's she's actually, you know, huge off the field in the way yeah. she drives quality and um, culture and, and yeah, performance. the standards and, around the yeah. place. So I think that'll be a – she'll be a big loss. Um but, yeah, at the same time, exciting to see them, how they go at other clubs, but just hopefully when they play us, um, they don't play their best. <laughs> yes. But what about, um, speaking of captains, um, Emily Bates going to Hawthorne? Oh, yes. That, um, Brisbane have lost a few, haven't they? Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how Bates goes. Like, is she going to go as well in a developing team? Um, sometimes that can make the good players stand out even more other times it can bring them back down to earth um i'm also looking to forward to see how jess wardlaw goes as a saint um i'm thinking she could have a a really good year so um yeah brisbane have sent i mean you talk about collingwood losing a few but brisbane probably again um it's it's not every year but we seem to become accustomed to brisbane um losing quite a few good players <laughs> here and there which they're not happy about that's for sure uh, but they, I mean, I think, I think with Brisbane is is that they've had starch control or coach a lot of their development through the years. So as some move on, it's just room for other quality players to slot in. So they're going all right. Carlton's another team that's kind of um, had a, had a lot leave. You've got um, Serena Gibbs went over to. Fremantle, um, Lucy McAvoy's come to Sydney Swans and joined the leadership group. She's one of the co-captains. Um, they've had a bunch, a bunch leave. Yeah, it's a bit so, of a clean out, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, Brooke Walker was another one, another quality player from Carlton. So I think, I think the first couple of rounds we're going to be all looking twice, going, who's that in that colour? Oh, she's oh oh yes, that's <laughs> right. I think. You know, I think there's going to be a whole lot of that for the first round. Because even, you know, as much as I've seen plenty of media around Chloe Malloy, it's still I've got to go, what, Chloe in red and white is just different. Yeah. I'm liking it. It's just different. Well, that's right. Well, with all the media, everyone <laughs> should know who she is. They might not know who any of the other players are, though. That could be the problem. Yeah, that's true. She, media hog, Malloy. <laughs> Very good. Um. 
So some some movement in the coaching ranks as well. And I think we need to acknowledge that Lisa Webb um, has become the first AFLW player to take on the head coaching role of the club at which she played. And I'm actually, I must acknowledge Gemma Bastiani's good work um, whilst I uh, make note of this. Um, yeah, Webby and... was a good player. I think I think she's going to do good. The only challenge when you um, coach in the same club is can your players now look at you as as the coach rather than a teammate? Like, can oh, they if you've played with them? Yeah, if you've played with them, can they can they change? Because there is a little bit of a change in in that kind of leadership sort of role. It changes that, the dynamic, doesn't it? Yeah, and can they adapt? Because some players don't don't adapt very well at all, and and you know some young coaches don't adapt to being you know I've got to now make the hard decisions and I've got to tell them not as my mate, but you know as as the person in charge. So um, hopefully it goes really well out there. It sounds like um, you know it could be a nice fresh change, and you know they've they've had a couple of big changes over the years in their coaching ranks, so. Um, surely it's going to fall into place soon for them. And so that's Frio. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, great. And so Matthew Buck is um, head coach at Carlton this year, which is um, exciting too. Well, I think um, most media and most peeps were talking about Carlton role becoming vacant mm. for a few seasons. Mm. So... Um, you know, and and I think the hard thing for him is that a lot of players left before he was put into that role, and I think the draft happened either right before or right after, so he's he himself has not had a lot of time to build that list or have, um, or get to contribute to the list. But you know, having said that, when we say a lot of players left Carlton, there's still some a lot of quality still there, so they'll be competitive. I don't think they'll be the walkover that a lot of people think they will be. I think they'll still be pretty, pretty competitive in the field. Yep, and they well, they've still got Darcy Vessio and Brianne Moody, who were yep. inaugural players. So, um, yep, not to be uh, sneezed at. And and Moa, they've got some good there. You know, their captains, they're, they're they've got some very good senior players there, and they've got some good young recruits. So, yeah, I think they go. Well, right. They've got our Dal now, haven't they? Our Dally, just yep. Del Poss. Yep. Darabin link up again. <laughs> <laughs> is it still a large Darabin contingent there in uh, Carlton, or have um, they moved on? They're the ones. No, there is. There's still. Well, I mean, Maddie Guerin is on the um, inactive list right now. Um, there's there is a few a few Darabin there, and Astor O'Connor has joined the coaching um, panel there as well. That's right. We saw her on the bench, didn't we, at the practice match? Yeah, so mm. she she'll add a lot. She's um got quite quite a football brain, is Esther. Yeah, great. Well, speaking of the practice match, let's talk about Swans and Giants and um the Coat Hanger Cup. So it is the Derby first cab off the rank, first round. I thought they'd make us wait, but no, we're getting Christmas up front this year. They're so, giving the fans what they want. Giving the fans <laughs> what they want at North Sydney Oval, Sunday, September the 3rd. 
at three o'clock in the afternoon, I do believe. Um, so I was really pleased to see the standard of football that the Swans brought. Uh, they won their practice match against Carlton. Uh, there were good link-ups. My goodness, those uh, Irish players are a thrill to watch. And the Swans have three new players who are um, from the Gaelic code. Well, they've got four now. I got four. I've got three yes. new ones and one old one. <laughs> she's uh, old, old. three new and one returning they've one got returning. no well how it works is they've got um they've got jennifer higgins they've got paris mccarty and they've got julia sullivan who have all freshly come over from ireland yeah and then tanya kennedy who has been living in sydney for about 10 years she took up she is a gaelic player but she took up afl um, a few seasons ago and was playing out of um, Inner West Magpies before That's she got drafted. So, a Sydney um, lassie. And she she was she was <laughs> cracking in. Her. She was We're having a really good game, playing off the half-back line. You won't miss her. Mm. Um, she's got a sleeve tattoo. She stands out a bit. But um, she just her turn of pace and willingness to run the ball um, from the back line was just exciting. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good – I don't know if we call it a local signing, maybe. She learned how yes, to play AFL Of course here. we do. She's one of ours. Um, but, yeah, so they've gone from zero Irish to four this season. Yeah, yeah. So, um, And the other ones, boy, there's some speed. Yes. I think that's just an Irish thing, isn't it? I think, you know, all the players that have been recruited from Ireland so far mm. have, have had quite some speed. Yeah, you don't see too many slow Irish players, do you? <laughs> no, they're at the bar, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Boom, boom. No, I don't know. You, you're probably right. It's it's in the genetics, isn't it? They're just built quick. So do you think that this impressive list that Swans have this season are going to make all the difference on the scoreboard and on the ladder? Massively. I think what we saw at the practice game was um, – Chloe Malloy was just absolutely finding her groove and mm-hmm. steering players around. She'd she'd bring plays into the game with her little little sneaky handballs out to the side of um, contests and, um, you know, I think I think the way she links up through the midfield, um, you'll get Sophia Hurley is now going to be in her second season and I still think she's got one of the smartest football brains going around, um, and I reckon her second season she's just going to grow that confidence and. Um, get much more used to she'll be turning 20 I think this year so she'll get much more used to playing senior women's footy and and you'll just see her shine a little bit more um, Lucy McAvoy is a great grab to have in that midfield and you know there's some there's pace at each end as well so you've got the Hamilton sisters back I reckon you know little Cynthia Hamilton I don't know if you call it little she she plays like she's big but she's She's think, exciting. I think to little watch. You wouldn't call <laughs> her a big player, would you? Well, she yeah. plays big. She plays tall and and tough. Um, yeah. but she's not as tall as Lexi. Um, but another one who I saw through the junior ranks um, playing in the NAB League was um, the the ruck. Um, was it Ellie? Ellie Morfitt. That's her yes. last name. Morfitt. Yeah. Um, she. I I just remember our team playing against her. And she just took all these overhead marks, like intercept marks, and moved the ball around the field. And I was thinking then, Cracky, who is this number 33? Like, she's killing us. And then she got drafted to Giants. So I was excited. But 
I don't know, she she didn't play as well and whether it's just, you know, those the nerves or, you know, a bit it's of maybe been a first and, as well. Like yeah. I know Swans have had a, a you know a bit of turnover, but the players mm. that are in their second season with the Swans, it's more time that group have had together playing as a team and that's gonna make a massive difference as well. Yeah, and, and I think you know, maybe her confidence is back because she was taking some great overhead grabs. She was really getting involved in the play and, you know, they've got a few ruck options in at um, Swans as well. So um, I think I think the list is really exciting, you mm. know, with, with your experience and with your new players, but he's just got so much to play with. Like, I, you know, I think players like that, you can change up your style in the middle of a game depending on what the other team's throwing at you, you know, to, to really counter them or find some um, opportunities to get the ball out the field. So, yeah, I think Swans are going to be, you know, big, what is it, ladder shakers. They, they're they're not they? going to be at the bottom this year. No way. No way. Dangerous? Oh, wait, Janessa, oh, I, yeah. Um, now, GWS. Let's talk about them. GWS, the cousins, cousins from the other side of the bridge. Yeah. Look, so now, Izzy Huntington was a grab from a year ago, yeah? And Yep, so she's back from her injury. She's excited. Yeah. Um, Beck Beeson. Beck Beeson is back from injury. Mm. And we know how exciting she is to play. Yeah. Um, they they have lost Cora and they've lost Brid, um, which I think are huge, um, especially for Cora. You know, Cora has been just – a stalwart, really, for them down down that end of the field and scoring a lot of their goals. She's so, been there since season two for the Giants, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. So it'd just be different seeing her. Massive change. But you mentioned Beeson. Do you think coming back, do you think they'll push her through the midfield? Or they um, might ease her yeah, into things? Probably. I, I, well, she's been she's been back for a while now, 100%. So, um and, you know, she's had all this time off to watch the game, so no doubt she's just busting to get out there and get her hands on the football. And, um, you know, they've got some young stars to put through that forward line too. So if you have the quality of the ball, that that beast so can kick forward. Um, and then you've got your overhead markers like Georgia G and, um, you know, they'll be, you know, and Izzy, Izzy's great. But Izzy, they could play either end of the field even. So well, he's got he's got some good side. options out there. Yeah. They um I think Huntington will be really interesting to see where they they put her um you know whether they try her up forward first or or down back um I'm really interested to see if Tani Evans you know keeps her her rise at the pace that it has been like I think she particularly last year she I think um or sorry the second season we had last year <laughs> um I thought. Evans really stepped up, so I'm excited to to see how she goes, and hopefully she continues on that trajectory. Yeah, I agree. I think I think they they're the young ones that are just going to be so exciting out at um, GWS because they haven't seemed to take any other rookies or any other Irish in, or you know, kind of sort of stuck a little bit true and true and whatever else. Okay, true so is. moment of truth, true and tried. That's Who's going to win the coat, coat Hanger Cup this year? I'm going Swans. I'm with swans. you, see. I'm going Swans as well. I think. Um, come on, the Swannies. They'll want to come out and make a bit of a, a statement of not a great first season. And um, yeah. I think it'll be um, a lot closer than 
last year's match, <laughs> regardless of the, the end That's result. Right. I think it'll be a lot closer, but I'm tipping the Swans in a close one. Yeah. And so you said Swans too, did you, Kiwi? Yeah, I did. I did right. that trifecta for the Swannies. Yeah. Well, let's, let's why don't we uh, go through <laughs> and give our tips for all of round one. Ooh. And uh, I encourage the listeners to join our tipping comp. We'll put the um, link on our socials and let's get a bit of uh, friendly rivalry going. <laughs> and... Um... And come and claim your prizes. Like we had prizes for last no, year. Look, I've got, to, I've got to empty this cupboard here. It's full of prizes. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? You write get your name on the week? cup. Nat Morgan is busting to get a name on the cup. Just yeah, that's come right. on, come I'm, and tip and keep knocking shield. her down the order. I've got that shield. I've got, got that shield. We're waiting to put the, the names on for previous years. Um, I'm thinking like all my other tips. I'm probably going to be middle of the pack. The competition will be if I beat my mum. That's all I'm That's interested right. in. That's right. That's right. Your mum. She goes pretty good. Yeah, because she pays attention and does things. And I go, oh, I forgot. I've got to do it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, okay, let's let's go. Melbourne, Collingwood. Oh, I'm going to go Melbourne. I'm also going to, I'm going to go for Collingwood, but I'm going to tip the demons. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god! I'm tipping the demons, but I've got a tip tip with my head, not my heart. So I'll be going for Collingwood, but tipping the demons. I don't even know how you can do that. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely going. I'm definitely going the D's. The D's. Okay, let's move on. Carlton, Gold Coast, well, Carlton. Ooh, I'm gonna go Gold Coast. Mm. Yeah, I'm going Gold Coast as well. Not because I don't like Carlton. As a Collingwood supporter, but yeah, Gold Coast for me. You got to have a roughy, right? <laughs> oh, I, apparently, um, I always like to pick roughies. What do they call the the Adelaide Crows versus Port Adelaide derby? The What's showdown. The showdown. Well, that's what they call it in the yeah. AFL yeah. men. Yeah. So yeah. I'm well, assuming they, it's the same. I'm sure, they adopt the same. Yeah, the same name for that. So we, what we didn't mention before is that Yvonne Bonner is returning to our shores, but she's returning as a crow, not a giant. So it'll be interesting yes, to see how she goes in the crows. Um, um, I think I'm going to go in for the, the crows. She's stepping in um, Ashling McCarty's spot, isn't she? Oh, okay. That was the Irish one down there that had won a couple of um, medals in her time with crows. Yeah. And um, has moved on. But welcome back, Bonner. We've missed you. Yes, and indeed. Pandemic kind of got in the way of um, her uh, return. Also, Jess years. Allen from Giants has gone back to Crows. Mm. Back with her sister, who um, very developed into probably one of the league's best defenders. I feel Sarah Allen. So right. uh, Jess Allen will probably slot in as a backup ruck. I would imagine if she doesn't take the first ruck spot, but. Um, be good to see her back playing. She's obviously just not played for a couple of years because of her commitment to the army. Right. Okay. So with that in mind, who are you going for in the showdown, Loz? Uh, crows for me. Mm-hmm. Crows really? for me. Okay. A lot of doubling up, tripling up here. Uh, Geelong Cats versus Western Bulldogs. Oh, I think I'm going to go Bulldogs. Ooh. A lot of this. I'm, I'm going to pick the cats. Actually. Okay. Yeah, I'm going the cats too. 
Hawthorne versus Essendon. Mm. I'm going to go Essendon. Yeah, I'm going Essendon. That's right, it's Essendon. Uh, I'm going to go the Hawks. Silly. Okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> North Melbourne versus St Kilda. I'm going to go for St Kilda because I like the captain there. Oh, actually, is, Which it, one? Is Haven't is they got Steph, like 17? Is, is Steph, <laughs> that's, I might have misspoken. Is Steph captain there now or not? No, she probably isn't. She's probably um, Actually, I don't think she's just one. Yeah, I think they've got a leadership group of maybe seven players. What? Oh, my goodness. Look, I used to get annoyed when they had two co-captains. Seven, that's yeah, ridiculous. I, I'm, I won't get into that discussion about too many captains and co-captains. That's for another day. I'm going um, north, by the way. Oh, and I'm going to go Saints. I think, okay. um, and I reckon Jess Wardlaw might uh, might have a good first up game as a Sainer. Okay, Brisbane versus Richmond. I'm going to go Richmond mainly because I listened to what a few people said about Richmond's practice matches, um, and knowing that Brisbane is a little diminished. Wow. I'm going to go for Brisbane just because it's um, a home game for them. And Kiwi, Lions or Tigers? Or bears or bears. This is a oh, tough no. one. Who is the king of the jungle? I'm going to go Brisbane. Okay. That's a tough one. I think that will be a close game. That could be a draw. In my mind, I think it's a draw. Oh, let's not have too many draws this season if we, if we can help it. Um, and so we've already said for the Coat Hanger Cup on Sunday the 3rd of um, September, we're all going for the Swans, go the Bloods, and the very last match of the oh. weekend, of, of this round, God, I can hardly speak, is the Western Derby, Frio oh, yeah. versus West Coast. And <laughs> I don't really know. I think I'm going to go Frio. I'm going Frio. Yeah, sorry, West Coast. I'm going Frio. But again, I think it might be a perhaps a closer one than they've had in some of their previous encounters. Okay, good. There are our tips. Lock them in. We'll All right. See what happens. We'll report so, that. So now I've got a question. Mm. Who are your two teams that'll be in the grand final? Swans and <gasps> really, <laughs> why not? Why not? Let's say I'm going to say Swans and St Kilda. I'm going to go Frio and North. Wow, big change, big difference. Well, um, yes. well, I, I'm going definitely going to go Demons. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of Swans, actually, um, but I'm going to go Crows, Demons and Crows. Mm. So we're all way different. This is excellent. So none, neither, none of us has said uh, Collingwood. No, well, um, I'm trying to, you know, tip with my head, not my heart. But um, who it could be Crows because don't we either have Crows or the Lions in every – AFLW Grand Final. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. oh, I oh. should have. Why did I not think of that? But no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it'll be our most even year. 
Mm. Yeah, I think there'll be much less of the massive blowout scores. He's going to be good. What about, what about your best and fairest? Who are you tipping? I'm going to stick with Jazzy Garner, maybe until she, the league finally recognises that she's <laughs> pretty good. But, yeah, um, look, I do think she's a quite good. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll, I'll stick with her. You think she needs like bright yellow boots or something? Like, look at me, I'm I'm here, I'm playing. Yeah, because she was almost ghost playing for a couple of games, wasn't she? Like she starred but didn't get points. It was kind yeah, of very strange. Know. So who knows? But um, maybe she needs to <laughs> get a bit more of a profile. But um, I think if she plays her best, she'll she'll be um, hard to go past. Um, Elise, I I had Parker. her down. Oh, Elise Parker. Because mm. she was just a few points out last time, wasn't she? Yep. Was that last time? Yep. Mm. Well, I think the last two years she's only mm. missed by a few points. Um, look, I was going to say Chloe Malloy, but I also think, oh, can I have a two? I don't know. No. Brie Davies. I reckon Brie Davies is just going to yeah. come back fresh. Yeah. Um, win her second. Yeah, win her second. And, you know, like – like Britt Benici will probably take some points from Brie, but I have faith in her. She's All right, back. lock them in. Lock them in. Locked in. What about Golden Boot? The Women's World Cup's just been on. We've seen these golden awards. You get a golden glove and a golden boot and a golden ball. Golden sexual assault. Well, I wasn't going to go that far. Um, <laughs> who's going to win AFLW Season 8 Golden Boot? Who was it last year? I think it was Jess Wardlaw up at the Lions, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Um, oh. Or was it? Um... I know it wasn't anyone I picked. Who did you pick? I've got a feeling that um, I might have picked Erin Phillips thinking Porter just, you know, put her in the forward line and she'd kick a few goals. But I don't think Porter's a team kicked too many goals. So my tip was looking pretty bad after just a few weeks. Do you know who's kicked the most goals overall so far? And we haven't even mentioned her in the show. Bessio? Nope. She's hey. close. That's close though, because I think she was the first to hit fifty, wasn't she? Yeah, and then um, Cora wasn't far behind her. Well, yeah. So Cora's finished on fifty-five. Vessio's still playing. She's got fifty-five so far. Kate Hoare is on fifty-three. So she's one I thought might she might be a contender for Golden Boot. New Melbourne year. captain. Yep. Um, Katie Brennan's on fifty-one. Jasmine Garner's on fifty-one. Erin Phillips is on fifty. But the one out on the top. Is the big tall girl from Queensland playing for the Demons, Taylor Harris? Mm. Of course. She has kicked 58 so far. I wonder what kind of season Tay Tay is going to have. Well, she probably had one of her, like last season, um, it's probably one of her more consistent years. So I think I'll still stick with Jess Wardlaw. Um, you know, I think she'll find it a bit harder at the the Saints than she did at the Lions, but I think she'll um I think she'll kick a few. But yeah, Taylor Harris. Well, if I could pick two, she'd be up there as well. Well, I'll I'll pick Taylor Harris then. 
Good teamwork. Um, Ashley, Ashley, Ash Woodland was the one I was thinking of, but she won it in the first part of 2022 and Wardlaw won it in the second part of 2022. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm going to go, oh, I'm torn between Taylor Harris or Woodland. I'll go Taylor just to throw it out there. She better kick some goals. And then the last one we need to speculate on is Rising Star, isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. Did we agree that Montana Ham is still a Rising Star or not? Well, yeah, she missed a lot of games last year, didn't she? I think she's still eligible. Right, then she's my pick. She's going to miss a couple of games this year. Yeah. At least. Um, but yeah, she's going to, she'll carve it up when she comes back and plays for sure. Uh, who else? Oh, uh, have we got any? I'm sure, I'm sure one of the Irish that have come over this time is young enough. There's some gun Irish players around. Well, I'm going to, for this one, I will pick a Collingwood person. Um, I'm going to go for O'Leary Morris. Uh, played with the VFLW side this season, and I believe she uh, used to play for the Wollongong Saints. So she did. She was actually in one of our very first New South Wales under eighteen teams. So she has been a talented, talented footballer from right when she was, I think, fourteen. She played um, way back when Maddie Collier was fourteen, so they're of the same age. But also was a talented basketballer. So gave up football to go and play basketball, as some do, and um, and then realised, well, hey, she really wants to play football. So I'm starting to see her back. And, yeah, that was always her challenge, I think, is is just she was so talented at sport. Well, not was, is so yeah. talented at sport. So um, I'm excited to see what she's going to bring. She, she's had a really good VFLW season. Um, so you know, I think I think she is primed and ready to play at this level, and, and probably has been since she was eighteen. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, well, but... hopefully, if, I mean, look, I'm I'm not a hundred percent certain what the age requirements are in AFLW. I think it's slightly more than in in AFL men's. But look, if she's age eligible, I think she's certainly going to be up there. But otherwise, I'm kind of with Fee. Um, if Montana Ham can play a majority of games, she's going to be hard to beat too. Yeah, there's plenty, plenty of talent there. It's going to be a ripping season. There's just so yeah. much, so much to look at, so much, so much excitement all around. And it's been it all a long starts, time coming. It all starts in a couple of days. Yeah, a couple of days. And of Friday course, night. the, the yep, yeah, Friday nights, be primed, everyone. Get your, get yourself in front of a screen, whether it's at a pub or at home. Where Wait, can, can I just you, ask a question? Where can you view the uh, the games, Kiwi? Uh, uh, some of them will be on Channel Seven, mm-hmm. and the rest, I guess, are on Fox and Ko. Now, if you have a look at the draw this round one, it's it's like they have deliberately put in the grudge matches kind of thing. Yeah, but for me, and this is how it started AFW, right? It started with the grudge match from the men's, which was Carlton Collingwood. Yep, the Friday night, the lockout. Over the years, it was always that. But this year, no. They've gone Pies and Melbourne. So I don't Hmm. know. It doesn't have – 
for me it just doesn't have that same edge to it like the like the grudge like you know you want to really grit it and go kind of no, a match I, I and everyone like, just I wants think... Collingwood to lose <laughs> but 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 do they want Melbourne to win like I don't know that that's no but yeah I I get it. it's interesting that they have um split that and you know it's I mean they're still doing a um where you you know obviously we're not playing every team at least once in a season so I guess at some stage they're gonna whilst we still have that that format um they're gonna have to probably mix some of the things up but uh I think it's interesting starting with the um you know the Crows and Port and and the Western Derby as well, and and obviously the Coat Hanger Cup. Um, but then they didn't do it in Queensland. Yeah, strange. Bit mm. odd there, but yeah, you know, trying to start off uh, with a bit of a bang for a few other games. Well, I reckon the uh, Soccer World Cup might have put the fear up them. They've got to do something exciting with their with their <laughs> scheduling. Uh, and I tell you what, there's going to be a lot of little girls who are pulling pulling on uh, football boots and wanting to play with a round ball now. So AFL's got to pull out something pretty special, I think. And whilst they're still not playing full seasons for these players, and well, that's the danger too. Is is the Matildas are hot, hot, hot right now? The World Cup is. You know, it's still sizzling away, even though, you know, the clubs or the teams have all and most of the players have packed up and gone back to their countries. Mm. Um, people are still trying to buy merch. They're yep. still trying to get hold of Matilda's top and putting number 20 on it or number nine on it or, you know, um, people still talking about, I want to go down the park and kick like, like Mary Fowler. So it came down to the media. You know, the Matildas kept winning and so the media got behind them. And then everybody knew about it. And then next minute, every local RSL and pub were having a Matilda night. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, AFRW, it's, you know, and it's supporting little little people like us, but supporting everyone out there. And, you know, swans and giants, hello, we are your peeps. So, you know, we, we try and really raise your profile. So a little bit of support back because it's been quite challenging over the years. But, um, but AFLW just needs the media, needs the media. Yeah. And then all these little girls and boys, boys in the parks will start to say, I want to fly like Taylor Harris or I want to kick around the corner like Sophia Hurley or, um, you know, I want to charge down the field like um, Paris McCarty, like, you know, the new names even to come through uh, is is what we need, and and that comes down with with media and getting getting them seen, be seen is what's needed. Well, I think that's a really great note to finish on, Kiwi. Thanks very much. Thanks, Loz. This has been the preseason pod of the Coat Hanger for AFLW season eight. We will be coming to you as a podcast this week, and then we'll be back on air again every week on Two SER. 107.3. Be sure to catch us on our socials, especially to join our tipping competition. We are at Coat Hanger Footy on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. Please like, rate, and review us. And hey, <laughs> a five-star rating would be most welcome. It's the best way to help people find us. And as always, for the best harbour views in women's footy, tune in to the Coat Hanger. Good stuff.